On the behalf of the Canon Cuts podcast, we'd like to apologize for the lack of episodes. We're going to make another update video, at least I will, and we'll just keep you guys updated on what's what's going on and I think the direction we're trying to push this podcast into. But enjoy this episode. And I apologize for the lo- loud, sharp, piercing noise that is evident and heard on this podcast i'll understand if you don't want to listen to it that is completely understandable i just got myself a mic so we're trying to mitigate as many of those issues as possible in the future thank you enjoy it's a plane it's a bird And we're back for another episode of the Canyon Cuts podcast here to here to recap episode six of Euphoria called A Thousand Little Trees of Blood. Now, Dylan, I think this episode was more so of a Nate. I think you you would tell you told me a Nate blood blood trail or blood path. Um I guess I guess we kind of missed some of these Nate episodes where it kind of just leads with Nate a little bit and him kind of just reckoning the little town they call Euphoria, the little world. But it was great. It was great to get back to the man that we all love. Now, Dylan, I guess how how did you feel? What was your first impression of the episode? Nate was definitely on a warpath for most of it, but I think his ideas um this is the last. This is the last time he needs to be Nate Jacobs, and then he can be with with, with Cassie. <laughs> with Cassie. Is, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that. We're gone live. The only reason why he was mad is so that he can be free. And there's certain choices along the way that he made. Some of them that, which he regrets. Some of them he doesn't. That will keep. That he knows will keep him safe. Like he had to tap into that beast that is Nate Jacobs for a that time being. player. The dude, no, who, no, no, the dude who was banging his head on the back. Season one, season one, Nate. Right, the one who was uh, who was banging his head on the back when, when Cal tackled him. No, 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 no. That's uh, um, the the dude that was going to Tyler's house and beat him up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> going to that Tyler's night. house. That's uh, you're talking about psychotic Nate. Yeah, because he's come on, Sean. What he's doing to Maddie, that that's psychotic. It's it's yeah, it's ma- oh, like manipulative. Psychotic. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, I mean, dude, it's been so long since the episode, at least for me. Um, so how does it start off? I I don't even remember. I've literally, <laughs> I've literally forgotten. Hold on. Um, I don't know how I would look this up on my phone, but we'll give it a shot. Uh, it wasn't about, um, oh, Ali comes for dinner. Rue's trying to uh, open the Jolly Rancher and she's, yeah, she's just trying to open the Jolly Rancher and she doesn't the first time because she feels guilty. And then when she calls Ali to say, I'm sorry, she's able to. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. She's able to. That whole Jolly Rancher thing was, I mean, is it, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to demonstrate what, that Rue is, I guess, coping with, obviously, I'm sure, withdrawals, just coping with the lack of drug accessibility, just not having her and, way. And also, like, her guilt through the last episode, while she's right. gone through. Yeah. I, she's I, her, her inability to control her emotions. When she was able to control her emotions, that's when she was able to open the wrapper. Yeah. 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 So it's just a, yeah. And I think Ali, of mind. I think Ali is a, is a great character in this series for Rue, at least how kind of, he's truly her only father figure or the one who at least will keep is, is able to keep Rue in check at least because, because I think when what she was narrating over that phone call, trying to apologize to Ali or apologizing to Ali, she said she felt guilty, or Rue Ru said she was guilty for that reason. I said, damn, but what'd you do to your mom and your sister? I mean, that that's what, that's, that's a walk in the park, that's every day? No, she knows, she was saying how she knows that her mom will always help her. Right, so yeah, she's a Christian. She, she feels bad, but also, in the, like, she knows there's nothing really she can do that would change her mind to what her mom's actually going to do. Whereas Ali, Ali is outside. These other people kind is of. Is that Ali? Ali. Other people. Right. Yeah, Ali. All right, yeah, and then they do the little, uh, like that, that uh, little laughter exchange with uh, Gia. Gia saying, oh, don't you want to go get her? to uh leslie that's the mom's name we couldn't pick we couldn't find it in the last episode it's leslie it's like oh you're gonna go help her help her use the bathroom that was kind of funny that was a little funny but just thought we should uh underscore that a little i'm a little disappointed how it turned out i would have wanted to see the initial confrontation between I mean, we, we kind of did, but we also kind of didn't at the same time. I really wanted to see more of Maddie getting irritated, like getting, um, getting, um, it's all rattled by the news. Oh, yeah. We leave, we leave Cassie and, and, and Maddie at a pretty pivotal point when Rue runs away. Yeah. And I think we had hypothesized they should start it from that moment. And they were going upstairs, which we believed to be going to Maddie's room or uh, Cassie's room. I think it would have been only right for us to just jump from there. But instead, we fast forward and it's maybe like a day later, a couple of days later. Um, and we get what well, we just find Maddie's at the house. Or she's at Mika Kelly house. I think Samantha's her name. She's at that house, babysitting the kid. And then Cassie's just at home trying to kill herself, I believe. And I we can say kill herself because, you know, she's she's kind of doing it based on the fact of like, oh, her her friend her her best friend is mad at her for going for her ex. So it's not, you know, Cassie doesn't have any underlining 
underlying mental issues or mental illnesses. It's just, she's just being dramatic. I mean, throughout all the episodes, she had been killing herself a little bit. Like, <laughs> shown through, like, the dancing and, like, it's her throwing up in the, in the pool. No, and this but... is kind of just the last, last straw to break the camel's back. Would you even say that's killing herself, or would you say that's more of letting preparing go? herself, preparing herself? She hasn't let oh, it go. Preparing. She wasn't letting it go. She's preparing herself to this moment right here, and still then she didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But still, I just, I still want to know. There's so much we're missing. There's so much we're missing between where Maddie's talking to Kat on the phone right at Samantha's house and Cassie at home talking to her mom and talking to Lexi. I just, I just feel it would have been so entertaining to see them, to see more of that, that confrontation, to see what Cassie would have told Maddie and vice versa and how the others would react. Her mom and or Susie Susie the mom how Susie would react and also Kat and Lexi's there's just their initial reactions right I thought we were kind of robbed of that as viewers but I think they're just trying to maybe fast forward to get to a point where they can just look ahead probably maybe yeah yeah have... this one the money move plot line long they only have eight episodes so yeah Show that show that Maddie is is plotting something. Yeah, and everything in this episode wasn't failure. Everything needed to happen, so they need to get along. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, like I said, I I only watch I only watch these shows first watch, so I don't get a little biased or or anything, and just try to recollect. Um, I guess was there more to to Cassie's character? At least, at least in that home, did she show us anything that we thought was a little eye-opening? In this episode? Yeah. I mean, her talking to her mom, her talking to Lexi. She threw that lobo of a, uh, lo- that uh, lowball shot of, oh, Rude treats you like trash. And I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not false. It's not, it's not not true. And it was in retaliation to Lexi saying how she always goes for boys that treat her like trash, right? I believe that was the that was the claim Lexi had thrown out at Cassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, she was she was also saying about Nate how uh, she, she's known Nate all her life, and now you find the factuation with them, which, oh, which is true. Yeah, it was it was Nate's been making fun of you our entire lives no 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 you you've known him for all this time oh yeah no but yeah yes excuse me and he also and she, or sorry she also added that he's been making fun of you that entire time no it wasn't it wasn't fun making fun it was just knowing oh no awareness you, you've just yeah. discovered him now that sort of thing. Yeah. They are, yeah. They are in the same grade. Remember we looked it up? Like Cassie, Nate. 
Matt, or yeah, casting Nader in uh, 12. I don't know about Maddie. Cat, cats. Okay, let's check it out. The grid. All right. So after that, I mean, we kind of glossed over Maddie talking to Sam, aka Mika Kelly. How do you think about that? That little exchange in the pool. I think that's much later. Much later. For some time later, it's it's after Cat breaks up with Ethan. Oh man. All right. Well. As you let us on. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. That that was I mean, why why am I sitting here shocked, to be honest? I have nothing to say about it. there's nothing that, I can say. That was so for that was so uh expected. No, so interesting. It wasn't expected. I wasn't yeah, it was definitely expected. They have no, no scenes together. Literally what they had a scene in no, the, no, no, they had no, a scene no. in episode one, right? Dude just sitting there talking to her, talking to a wall essentially, and then they had they had the other one where she's where he's driving her home, and I think that was coming from when Nate came over. So that was two episodes ago, and then and then this. So so this season they've only had th- three encounters, or at least at least three three scenes, and the second one the second one isn't even a. The second occasion isn't even an episode. It's literally just a shot of them driving driving away and cat looking out the window y'all don't talk and i'm sure and i know the radio's off you know what i mean radio's off ethan no blinking driving and then cat looking out the window and what is there to look at it's night it's black it's pitch black it's just it's, it's crazy I don't, I don't want to talk about it. It was nonsense. No, no, no. How, Ethan how did the you... best thing. He, he knew it was happening. He knew everything was going on. It was fixed. The game was fixed against Ethan. Still won, though. No, he didn't win. <laughs> yeah, he did on his own terms. Kind of. She she let him get it on his own terms. That's, that's what you're forgetting. Cat let Ethan be the one. That was the whole point. That's why she was treating him like that. Gaslighting. No, but, oh. but Ethan knows that Cat knows. It's all that matters. <laughs> of course, but at the same time, Cat did let she let that happen. She let that happen. I mean, of course, she initiated it. Yeah, and and luckily for Ethan, he's not one to just take it and continue to take it. At least, yeah, like you said, at least he he said, "Now we got to call it quits here." But what I'm saying is Cat Cat kind of opened the door for him. Ethan Ethan jumped through it. Yeah, there's really not much to say about that. That was just uh you hate to see it. There's another man, there's another male. You hate to see it. Yeah, I know. So tough. All right, and then I think this is where we enter Nate's conquest, right? For family. Oh no, no, no. We had him talking to the mom. Yeah, those those are great scenes because this is what I need characterization with from, from the parents. All the parents need that type of characterization. These parents are not oblivious to what they can't be oblivious to what's going on. There's so yeah. much drama that's going that's been happening these past couple of episodes, seasons, talk of the town, stuff like that. 
Like the mom knew Nate. Nate really did that to Maddie. Like let's let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know that was insane when when she said. How did how did she the way she phrased it though? She said, "Oh, because he choked her," and Nate's like, "I." They dropped the charges. She said, "We both know what happened." It's kind of that mother that mother to son talk, or the parent and she, to and child she knows, talk. She knows how bad of a person. Nate is. Yeah, because she's married to Cal. She would know. Yeah, she knows. So, yeah, there's, there's no, nothing's being hidden here. Everybody knows. Yeah, it's an open. It's a. It's an open secret. Yep. So I guess I get okay. So what we've seen? Do you think? How bad do you think Nate? and Cal are not together but just individually as human beings who would you say is worse who would you say is worse Nate or Cal it's worse um let's say Cal is worse Nate understands logic Nate does things because of Cal (laughs) and it's his desire not to be like Cal so I, I get it yeah yeah that's i mean so you're saying tyler should have defended himself instead of getting beat up from nate he should have stopped it no nate's doing this off of a false idea of what his dad his dad put put him in a state of mind to do all those things right whereas cows cows is doing the things he's doing because he feels like he's stuck right it's if you're stuck you can just leave Honestly, if hence you want to be his, your own person, you can leave. Hence his miraculous uh, exit. Yeah, and that, that one episode, so pissing on the pissing on his own hardwood floor. It probably would have been better if he left initially, because Nate would wouldn't have been the because per- Nate would have been raised by Cal, so he wouldn't have been the same person. But considering the mom is kind of, she's kind of devious herself, though. I mean, though, at least uh, just these are solely off the talk they had. She she does have some tricks up her sleeve, but of course it wouldn't be equivalent to what Cal would be teaching Nate or what Cal did has taught Nate. But like you said, it would be very interesting to see them be raised by just Nate. Yeah, I think, or by the mom. What's What's the mom's name? It's the one from my school for Cal. Marsha, Martha. Marcia, yeah. M. We can call her M, like they do in Bond films. So they call her Mum. And they call her M as well. Anywho, um, so probably Nate would have much more respect for women <laughs> if he were raised just by his mom. I think that'd be right off the bat. Because I mean, I mean, regardless, regardless of if she's your girlfriend or not, and like Cal and whatever, but you can't put your hands on a on a woman. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, so so. Yeah, that definitely would have been avoided. Tyler would be a free man. Um, Jules would probably be safe. Actually, who who knows? Imagine imagine if it was Cal. Imagine 
Cowhead would have been doing the same things, just not with his family, like not having to worry about a family. Wouldn't that be worse? <laughs> since there, since there aren't, there are no boundaries. There's no cage to box him in anymore. Wouldn't that's that what he's doing worse? right now. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm saying, don't you think? I mean, I hate to say it, but don't you think it's 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 the better evil? Um, him having him being with the family com- compared to him not having one to in the back of his mind or that to, I guess burden him. I I don't know honestly I can I can tell you I think just the idea of Cal being away from <laughs> having no obligations about himself be better for all the other people he has obligations to <laughs> because he's his own person yeah that's true right so after uh it's talk with mum he it's time it's time to wreck it's time for the wreckage and i and who does he start with maddie Oh, yeah, he just goes straight to Maddie's house, huh? Yeah, he just gets the gun and goes straight to Maddie because yeah. he that's his friend for himself. Yeah. See, Nate true. has no obligations to his dad anymore, so he can do whatever pleases him. He has no obligations to Maddie. He has no obligations to his dad. All those two forces that kept him um, tied last season are gone. So he's not for the burning bridges that all the bridges that he has to in order to get what he wants. So do you think Nate? So what do you think Nate trying to retrieve the tape is for? You think that's for him, the family name, or Cal, or a mixture of the above? I think the idea within the tape, Nate needs to Nate needs to um, get the tape from Maddie because he didn't know what Maddie was gonna do with it. And he could have kept it, but he didn't want to get stolen again. So I think the idea was to have it. He was going to give it to Jules is the best thing because Jules is not going to give the tape to anybody. She's embarrassed by the tape. She's lying on the tape too. Jules can be arrested because she told, she falsified who she was since she was 22 to Cal. And Cal thought it was a permissible sexual encounter. He can say that. Cal has every right to say that. So, really, Nate, Nate gave that tape to Jules is really just bearing that tape forever. Yeah. I think. Unless Jules wants to go down, wants to take the bullet for this one. No, no, I don't. That's not in Jules' uh, character. Exactly. She's, she only satisfies herself. Yeah, that's what this Elliot thing has been seen that we've been showing, and all the cheating only satisfies herself. So <laughs> it's very under. It's understand. Nate understands for how much slack we give Nate. Nate just uses people's weaknesses against them. No, he's a he's a savvy individual. He's Maddie's savvy. weakness. Maddie's weakness is Nate himself. That's why when he pointed the gun at her, she was frightened, but she wasn't really frightened. When then, Nate yeah. tried to pull the gun on him, she started crying. 
And that's when she broke. Yeah. So I guess, do you think Maddie's kind of just, I don't want to say she plays tough, but okay. Yeah. So you just think Nate maybe is the only thing she truly cares about. Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's a great point. You mentioned she, she walks in, Nate has the gun on her. She's like, Nate, what are you doing? And then Nate's, Nate's on top of her. Mind you, gun's aimed at his head. He clicks a couple of times. She says, it's in my purse. It's in my... No, no, no. She switches. I don't have it here. I don't have it here. Nate's like, that's cap. Click, clicks it again. Oh, it's in my purse. It's in my purse. Come on, bro. Maddie. I was Maddie. so surprised. Maddie. When Nate, when... Matt, hold on. Maddie, they're not going to kill off Nate in episode six of season two. Come on. Come on now. Like, look up at the sky, you know, where the cameras, like Truman Show, and, and you know, figure something out. Be like, nah, you, you're a recurring member. I'm just kidding. All right. Sorry. What, I was so was surprised. These sh- I, I have to applaud this Euphoria cinematography because and every shot that they do is, is well calculated and in excess, which I like. In excess, yeah, that's true. We do like excess. We do excess. like to be spoiled. I like a little excess bit. Than, than nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, better have more than less. So when uh, <laughs> when Nate just pu- pulled up in that chair, he didn't even pull up. He just like, he's appeared. He's already in the chair with Maddie. <laughs> yeah, got in the room. And the way and do you remember how they panned the shot? Yeah, it, it was, they panned it, it from ha- pan. they panned it from half of the bed already. And Nate's already in frame, and then it it uh you, you hear the door, the door handle unlock, in comes in Maddie, and then boom, it's set on Maddie. Nate's already there. No, no, no. Maddie goes to her goes to the bathroom. Goes to the bathroom the straight, yeah. right. Yeah. Goes to the bathroom, turns around, sees Nate through the, I think from the mirror. And then she's like, Nate, what are you doing? Yeah, I and- first saw Nate, I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was something out of something out of remember in Hereditary when is it is it uh yeah it's hereditary when Kristen not Kristen Tony Collette is on the wall. Yeah she's just there and she's just crawling. And then what is it? Alex Wolf's or I think it's Peter, right? Isn't his name Peter? Alex Wolf is sleeping in the bed. Yeah, yeah. No, but when she when she leaves the once when right when she leaves the room, he gets up. Right? And it's like, oh my gosh, he knows, yeah. but he doesn't know at the same time. That dude's kind of like, a, he's kind of a sorry brother, isn't he? I mean, that's that's a topic for another day. Right? That's right there, that dude? Yeah. <laughs> that's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another day. I like Nate. I like how Nate at the end, when he when he's done clicking and he finally has the the tape, he's like, oh, no, no, no. The, the gun wasn't loaded. And he was almost, it was almost as if he was laughing. Like he actually accomplished his task. <laughs> he wasn't laughing. What no, do you I, mean? He wasn't I, laughing. He was, he, was, he was in disarray. You can tell he was kind of sad. He didn't want to do it to Maddie, but he had to. <laughs> no, that's true. No, he, I wasn't saying he wasn't laughing, but you could tell there was almost like, like a disbelief in his voice. No, there was a relief. <laughs> A relief and idea of 
he didn't it actually worked no so he's, I like, saying, he's, he's saying all that stuff he, he, he's saying all that stuff and trying to amend the situation that he, he messed up royally <laughs> that's true that's well cal him and cal are kind of you know low-key dumb and dumber and then they kind of say the debt and then he gives it to uh jules Almost, he's it's almost as if Nate knows he's in a show because he gave it to Jules. Obviously, like you said, it's strategically to be buried for the tape to be buried. But in a way, he's saying, he's like, oh, let me try to boost my image, my public, my public image, you know? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have suspected him to go to Jules. I mean, obviously, it's the right move, it's a business move. But strictly I feel, business. Yeah, yeah, strictly business, strictly buckets. But I feel like, I don't know, do you think Nate in season one would have, I mean, he had the tape already, right? Like it was in his house. He just, oh no, yeah, he kept the tape. And then Maddie took it from his room. Um. So... I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think season one, Nate would have just kept the tape for himself and just said, you know, I'm just going to make sure nobody's in my room. And like, even if some Cassie saw it, you know, Cassie is, or she's head over heels for Nate. So it doesn't really matter. But do you think season two, Nate is much smarter? I guess, I guess he's not even much smarter, but will, would season one, Nate have done the same thing season two, Nate did, just did? We had the same purpose in season one his purpose was to um was to, was to be with maddie yeah. now his purpose is to be with cassie yeah. or it's just to protect himself really it's a pretty yeah it's protect himself protect himself I, from what he what he wrecked in season one yeah because I, I was kind of cleared all that stuff now he can just be with be with cassie i was thinking it was more so to protect his family name but i guess so i guess it's not no, it's not to protect his family name. Yeah, I don't think he really cares. Oh, he is. Well, he is protecting his family name because he has to, because it's his name too. Yeah, no. So that that was my thing. I just thought it was more so a focus. Like, if let's say if we were to put numbers, it would be maybe 70, 80% to protect himself compared to the 20, 30% for the family. Yeah, he's lessening. It's less than his involvement to keep the family, keep the family close. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I I like the Drake title reference. Yeah, that'll always uh gets to win some points. But yeah, gives it to Jules. Jules plays it. It wasn't really there wasn't really much. I don't want to say there wasn't any substance. It was just it was just business, like you said. It was just dude clocked in and clock clocked out. No OT. He literally came in, did his job the right way, the correct way, and just yeah, went home. I, I do really enjoy the couple of scenes I did like from this. It was um, Storm Gia, Storm Reed's character. How they they fleshed her out more. This is what I like Euphoria when they flesh out all the secondary characters, because yeah. all the mains. They're cool in season one because you don't know any anything about them. 
but they go through so much hat like they go through so much stuff you kind of need to move on a little bit they can't be going yeah. through the same problems every single time yeah. like this is cool what Nate's doing but Nate can't be doing this every episode like he was doing in season one yeah they're, they're, yeah every like every other episode Nate's beating up a guy or literally they like, beat up Tyler he, he assaulted Maddie. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah he's messing he, with Jules. This has been going on for episodes. Six out of the six out of the episodes, Nate is doing something weird. Yeah, it was literally Nate the beater. Exactly. Or like, and so, and it, and and beater as in it's either he's he's beaten up like you said Maddie or Tyler, or he's beating charges. He's he's literally beating his beating charges. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Gia's um Gia being fleshed out with her with Ollie. Um, um and then Nate's talk with his mom. Because it shows some great insight onto what Nate thinks he who he is as opposed as opposed to who he actually is, because his Marsha was saying how Nate's just a naturally angry individual. Yeah. Because Nate thinks that anger is just directed to his dad. Right. Where it's true, it's true. It started from his dad, but it spread to everybody else. Yeah. And that's why Nate took such a Nate realized what he did. And I feel like it was that's good characterization where he's taking this stand to be who he was. And he did he's doing all that stuff. He did all that stuff to Maddie. He did all he gave those tape of jewels. That's literally just season one, Nate, him being angry. But now he's being angry to amend his, to amend that anger. It's like all that stuff is kind of a reset button on his life. Yeah. But I feel like when, when Cassie looked at Marsha at the end, the last scene, that might have been symbolism or foreshadowing to where Cassie is this new girl. She's not Maddie. She's somebody different. She's somebody new. And the mom can see it. Whereas the mom didn't like Maddie because of how Maddie presents. I mean, obvious reasons. Maddie's not the most I think, well, I think it's more so, if we're going to look at it from a parent standpoint or parental viewpoint, I think it's, she didn't like Maddie because of what Maddie brought out of Nate. Like, come on, as a parent, you're not, you're not oblivious, you know? So your child's, your child is angry he's lashes out he's aggressive impulsive and he's dating this one girl who you've seen a couple times or on many occasion right you've been to the house and you know you hear the way hear the way she i get i mean i don't know how else but you you hear the way she talks to your son and how she acts around your son around you guys what i guess i'm you know i'm sure parents talk right in this in this world how what you hear from these uh, other parents compared to Cassie, where it's, which is true. I mean, Nate has been, remember when they were showing the thing where I think, yeah. And I think it was this episode, they said Nate was working out. So we didn't hear about, or yeah, he didn't hear about the falling out between Cassie and Maddie immediately. And he said he felt, and the narration said he felt good, right? He woke up good, woke up well, was feeling great that day. And I think it's almost, a te- I guess it's a testament of what Cassie has done in her short-lived relationship with Nate 
Like this guy's back to working out. The last time we saw Nate working out, let's be honest, that was when they were showing the dude's uh, profile, character profile in season one. And they were just showing how dude's training to be, to be all this for right in the vision of his dad. So I think, I think that also as well is, it's not directly correlated, but I think it's an indirect, an indirect byproduct of this relationship with Cassie, which obviously the mom sees, you know? So she's also thinking, I think this girl is the one, or at least the one better than Maddie, of course. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I do, I do would like, if that's foreshadowing for Cassie's the new girl, I mean, how do you think, do you think that relationship will ever end? I mean, I know we're getting into speculation, but if, if Cassie's the new girl and Caddy, okay, and Cassie's kind of there to low key, kind of just to please, right? She feels good being with Nate and she, she loves Nate. Nate loves her. Um, I guess how would that relationship end? Would it be, would it be, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm jumping 20, 20 clicks here, but 20 clicks forward. But would it only come at the result of maybe Cassie gaining a revelation of character? Just saying, no, I don't want to be in any relationships or all this, yada, yada, yada. Or Nate maybe just saying, I think I think Maddie's my true soulmate. I mean, those are kind of the only two, the only two leanings here. But how do you think a relationship of Nate and Cassie would meet their demise? Um I don't know. I need to see more. I don't really care about them right now. All I care about is Lexi and Fez. <laughs> they they have a budding romance right now, and the next episode is to throw that all against the wall. I already oh, know. I yeah. can already tell. I can already tell. It's annoying. They have the most simple. They're they're like their story is so perfect. Honestly. Yeah. And and just to create drama and just and it's good they're making drama for it because they want to make sure that it continues. And Euphoria always has a one grace uh, storyline to happen, or mm-hmm. the final, like the final episodes, will have them probably reconcile or something. You know, <laughs> like right. they'll they'll be together in the end, honestly. Yeah, yeah how Cat ended up with Ethan at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Well, I don't know. I just don't know how they're gonna get there. I, I don't know. I don't know the path they're going to choose. But if we're comparing it to Cat and Ethan, if I do remember, it's kind of okay. The way the relationship, the way that relationship was fleshed out, was was kind of in a hurry, at least through the eyes of the viewer, because Cat sits next to Ethan in class, and obviously they're they're chatting and chatting, but you don't actually hear the relationships right and then you get to that party and right and sure they're gonna you know get it on in the bathroom and Ethan 
kind of uh, lets himself go a little bit, a little prematurely, and and cat cat vanishes right like a ghost in the night. Um, but the Fezco and Lex relationship is different in the sense of they're at least the show is at least leaning towards them with the leaning towards them being romantically involved with one another which which is promising that's why it's kind of it kind of feels like euphoria is throwing you a lifeline and then reeling it in before you ever get hooked it's just innocent so no they're the most innocent thing in this they're honest they're just hanging out and talking about they're talking about their problems i mean fez isn't talking about him drug dealing because (laughs) but i mean i'm sure people know like i'm sure but the good thing is, is that that he told he told Lexi everything, like why he beat up Nate. She he explained everything. Yeah, he did. He did explain everything. So it, it's great stuff. It, it's just innocent. They just talk about their problems. They're both side characters, really. <laughs> but they don't act like side characters. Yeah. And I and I think I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure. The other things in Euphoria do happen in real life, but this this relationship and their interactions are they feel they truly feel if you were to pluck them, you can literally pluck them in any possible high school environment and it would still thrive. Whereas like Rue being a druggie, that kind of stuff is not, you know, like that's not common for high schoolers, you know? <laughs> that's maybe like past high school. Maybe you get you get a little hooked in high school and then you're you just you're just uh, depend, completely dependent uh, later or a little while after grad, you graduate. But yeah, the, the relationship is just, it's just so, it's almost too realistic compared to the rest of the show. <laughs> Which, hey, I mean, you got to give them kudos to actually, I guess, trying to, to stay grounded. They're, the, they're, what, they're what keeps the show grounded in reality. Besco Lexi. And maybe this play that Lexi's about to do? I don't know. We'll find out. That'd <laughs> be great. Season, what is this, episode seven? It's episode six. The it's one we're talking about is six. Seven. I'm talking about the next episode. <laughs> okay. Bonkers. Yeah. Just in a minimal way, in like a slight. How did episode seven last? Um, it was just Rue being depressed, right? <laughs> They're following the same blueprint. It's, it's just like see, like episode five is the or four or whatever. The catalyst is the crazy one. I think it's five. Five is the crazy one that everything goes down, and then it just mo- like pulls the rest of the season forward into a new kind of direction. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I- we're definitely going to get the ending. The ending of this show will definitely be greater than season one. Emotionally, obviously, because the show is mostly driven. But I mean, it's going to be insane how they're going to upstage Jules just abandoning Rue right at the train station. And I mean, I guess that was pretty much it, right? And odd. Oh, I. And I think what a little while after or a little while before they had all the people talk to the police, right? That's when Nate had coaxed everyone to talk to the cops. 
Yeah. Was that seven? I don't think that was seven. I think that was six. Because Carnival Carnival was definitely smack middle. Like we said, Carnival Carnival still may be the best Euphoria episode. <laughs> Just hectic. Just hectic. I don't think so. I think they're you don't think so? No. The show's gone has progressed so much from that Carnival episode. I think you, you look at it with fresh eyes, but I think all the other, a lot of season season two is to the quality or better than the Carnival episode. That's fair. That's fair. I I didn't mean to say it was the best. I meant to say it's one of the best. Excuse me, because I would say episode one of this season was pretty good as well. That might have been right off the bat, maybe equivalent or or slightly better than Carnival. But maybe I think it's because you already have a history with these characters and you're just kind of seeing, you just wanted, wanting to know now how they progress. But um, Oh man, I'm, I'm trying to, okay, so this is six, next one is seven. Do you think seven will be kind of slow, slower, or do you think it'll just be a strategic launching pad for eight? It's going to be tension for sure for the first half. And then the second half is going to propel you into eight. That makes sense. And then like you'll I think um maybe Fez might die. I'm I'm not betting again. I'm not betting against it. Um or he's gonna get right out for sure. I think he'll be on the run, maybe. Him and Ashtray. The thing is, I don't understand why they really force on this plot hole of this plot line of Fez about to be imprisoned by the police. Literally in the first episode, in the second episode, they really no the first episode they didn't need to do any of that because there wasn't a, a it wasn't a, a hang a cliffhanger in season one. Oh, when um, Nate Nate had his had his house raided. Yeah, Ash didn't kill him. Kill Mouse in season one. He killed him in season two. Mean the writers had all this time, and they came up with this just to put some drama in, in Fez's life, just so that his life isn't all merry. Oh, they killed Mouse in season two. Yeah, season why, two. Why did I think they killed him in season one? Nah, season, season two. Season two. And it's in the flashback, right? For the show. Oh, I know also know what's gonna happen. They they're gonna talk about um Jules and Elliot because uh uh Rue's recovering. Rue Rue neglected that this time around. Right. And then also uh what else? And then Lori, how is she gonna get all? How is Rue gonna get all that money so that she doesn't get bodied? I think Lori. You think Lori maybe tracks tracks Rue down at the play, or maybe after at a, after. At a party that's a, after. I think that's an episode eight. Yeah, maybe episode after eight. the play at maybe a celebration of the play. Maybe or maybe Elliot. Maybe Elliot. Um, Maybe Elliot sacrifices himself, maybe. 
I don't know. I can see that. He seems like a one-off character. He one does. Kind of yeah. Kind of but, <laughs> but he has they, no arc. <laughs> he really has no arc. And they don't even flesh him out. It's like, how am I supposed to know what this dude, what this dude's character? All I know is that he smokes and he doesn't overdose like Rue. That's literally all I know. And he likes Rue, I guess. And he Yeah. I guess I guess stop Jules cheating on Rue with him. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. But um, yeah. I mean, do you want me to want me to close it out? All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Canyon Cuts podcast. Tune in next week for episode seven of Euphoria. Uh, uh, it's a plane. It's a bird. It's it's a- Acting mad funny